Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Sports Dave. Nice to have your company and let's get into motorsport and it's fantastic to have Michael Laminato back on your radio. Formula One journalist, he knows his stuff. Michael, welcome. How are you, mate? I'm good. Good to be back. Now, what do you make of uh, the McLaren boss uh, calling Red Bull a cheat? Well, I mean, he's not wrong by the definition of the word. Red Bull has been found to have broken the rules. That normally is the definition of cheating. They've been found to have overspent the cost cap, which is a new rule for Formula One, or is brought in for last season. They've only just finished doing the accounts, which already gives you a hint as to how complicated this whole thing is, the fact that it's October by now. Uh, all we know, though, and this is the big question mark we're hoping for more information from the FIA about, is that they've broken it by up to 5%, which equates to around about 11 million Australian dollars. Now, when we're talking about a budget cap of $230 million, a lot of money to run a racing team, and that is Formula One, doesn't sound like that much, but actually the development budget of a team, so the money that goes into upgrading the car, is only somewhere between, let's say, around 10 and maybe $20 million. So if they've spent, let's say, the full 5%, that is maybe an extra 50% of development they've got over all of their rivals. That includes, of course, Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton, who Max Verstappen beat by only eight points last year when the team broke the cap. So you can see why suddenly this is potentially quite a substantial controversy. But that's all the information we have at this time. Everyone's really emphasizing that the FIA has to be transparent because the stakes are potentially well, they're massive, aren't they? Michael, 11.5 million, if that's around the figure, what does that equate to in terms of speed of the car? Let's just say they did spend it on development of the vehicle. Is it, is it an amount of time that could have potentially won the title for Max Verstappen? It absolutely is. Now, it's, it's hard to put a, a tenth per second uh, uh, number on that because you never know what development's going to be spent towards. And also, not every development works out exactly the way you intend. Sometimes you'll spend a million bucks and it'll do nothing because you've got your sums wrong. But we, we, when we're talking about the difference of eight points in the championship, particularly when we're talking about in the middle of last season when Red Bull was really able to bring upgrades at, at quite a pace to the point where even Mercedes sort of noted that they were really winning that upgrade game and Max won some races pretty comfortably in that middle part of the season before Mercedes was able to bring it back with what they described as really their one big upgrade for the year because of the cost cap, then absolutely you can make the case, and I've no doubt Mercedes is and will be making the case, that that amount of money, if it is anywhere in the million-dollar figure, could absolutely have influenced the title. Now, if the FIA gets back to us and says, well, they overspent by $2,000, well, yes, it is still breaking the rules, but... There isn't that much you can do with that kind of money. So it really does hinge on how much money the FIA funds they've, they've overspent by. Rumours are swirling around our, about our boy, Daniel Ricciardo. Zach Brown, head of McLaren, says that he had a chance to drive with Williams or Haas but chose not to. 
How do you read the situation in terms of Daniel and his career going forward? Is he going to take a reserve seat at one of the big um, teams or is he going to be lost to the sport after this year? The only thing we know for sure is that he won't be racing next year because he's admitted that now. And that's because he, he doesn't see himself at Haas or at Williams, which is essentially a career restart. These are the two lowest ranked or among the two lowest ranked teams on the grid and don't really have too many great prospects in the future that could turn things around next year, but that's the situation. And there has been an ongoing rumor that he could be signing up to Mercedes next year as a reserve driver. Now they were just rumors, but in Singapore, he so a couple of weeks ago, he really openly said if he wasn't racing at the back of the grid, which he's now said he isn't, then it is realistic for him to be looking at a reserve driver role, which is a pretty well, open admission that that is on the card. It would be pretty weird to see a driver of his experience and, uh, you know, eight race wins and, and more than a decade in the sport to be fulfilling a role that is often filled by either junior drivers or drivers who have uh, moved into different categories and never really got a good crack at Formula One the way he did. But the logic would be that it would keep him sharp in the sport, it would keep him involved, keep his name in the business for potentially attractive seats opening up next year. And it, it is also, and this is potentially the, the somewhat pessimistic or, or disappointing way to think about it, but it is kind of like, uh, let's say, dipping your toe in the water of, of retirement, really. He doesn't want to give it up completely because the way he's speaking, as you've, you've heard, is that he's absolutely adamant he wants to be back in 2024, but realistically, there aren't that many more seats on the grid in 2024 than there were this year. So by keeping a reserve driver role, I mean, he doesn't have to give up on that, and he can really think hard over the next year about whether or not he wants to continue racing in Formula 1, but... Obviously, he'll be out of the sport, and you may find that he's at peace with that. We don't know. We don't really know exactly what he's thinking at this point in time, but certainly it is on the cards by the way he's been talking. Hey, Michael, just uh, as we let you go, uh, Michael Schumacher's uh, nephew, David, broke his back in a scary crash at Hockenheim over the weekend in the DTM event. Uh, That must have been pretty nasty. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying when you see a crash like that. Luckily, I mean, when you read that headline, it sounds much more dire. But uh, as I understand it anyway, and I haven't read too much about his medical situation, is that he's not in in quite as terrible a way as you would think uh, breaking his back. But, yeah, it was a terrifying crash, and it just does go to remind you that, well, A, that, of course, motorsport's dangerous, but the fact that you can can get away with crashes as significant as those with – well, not minor injuries, of course, but injuries which you can survive just is a testament to the safety of modern motorsport. Yeah, no doubt about that. Thank you very much for your time tonight, mate. We appreciate it. Uh, take care, and we'll have a chat to you again soon. Thanks, mate. Anytime. Good on you, Michael Laminato, Formula One journalist, joining us here on Sports Day. All thanks to Kia, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage. Cars of the year. We'll clear the break, come back, have a chat to Johnny Slavich next. We'll tell you what happened on this day, and we'll update a little bit of sport. We Before we throw over the reins to Toddy Johnston, we'll take you through with the night shift. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.